countdown. Hey, welcome to the Umber Pfizer Physicist Podcast. We on episode 120. That's where we at. <laughs> Last week we were on 119. Next week it will be 121. January 1st, 2021. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Shorthand, shorthand. I'm your host, Ken Jones. In that box up top, Morgan Jones. Hey. And before we jump into all of the things, we're going to start with our shout outs. I'm going to shout out the UK and Belarus for being our top listening countries this week outside of the United States. We're going to shout out Seattle and Vancouver for being our top listening cities this week outside of Portland, Oregon. Shout out to our top listener this week, OnlyFans Oracle. Mm. Or colon. Oh, that's a double entendre if y'all ain't catch it. Catch it later. <laughs> Go check out our sponsors, the Nine Brand, particularly the FB and Quiet campaign. You can check them out at the underscore IX brand on Instagrams and the IX brand.co on the interwebs. You can follow me, Can, at I Technically Can on Instagram. Follow Morg at Portland Morgan on Instagram and MJ Infamous on the Twitters. Make sure you like us, subscribe, and review wherever you listen. And tell a friend to tell a friend about us. Which is another double entendre because the initials of our show is <laughs> U.S. Boy, we coming in hot. Mm. Just uh, all the flips. Mm. So we're going to take a take a little take a little shot to the top to the top mm-hmm. that one is spicy it's a spicy <laughs> Jonathan what's up what's up what's happening how are you I am well you're well yeah oh Sounded uh, less exciting than I thought you were going to say. But doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) We can get back to the exciting things in a minute. Um, I just want to take a second uh, to thank everybody who gave and donated um, this week, last week. Ambush and I do a new show called News with My Fiance on X-Ray every Thursday at 7.30 a.m. And for their spring fun drive, we had a goal of a thousand dollars, and we surpassed our goal, Kenneth,en and oh, and by a Who, lot. Who's the fiance? You tell me. Do I mean I understand that each are a fee, but is there? We're just fiancés, plural. I, I yep. that's an interesting <laughs> thing. Like everything else is like a uh, you well, know the. A, a different spell, like there's an extra E. For, oh, so a fiance. Uh, Which one has a little thing over it? I never know the name of that mark. What's but, it called? Uh, pepper? Yes. A little pepper over the... That is tight. A little horse, pepper over the... Horse uh, pepper is what that's Horse called. pepper. Horse. <laughs> oh, horse pepper. Okay. <laughs> 
I was like, a horse pepper, you're cultured. <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed that I didn't know, and I just wanted to keep going. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I don't know. I think I maybe the woman gets the extra E. I'm unsure. Okay. Sorry. I'm uncultured, you know. But anyway, thank you to everybody. We our goal was a thousand dollars, and we raised uh, so far um, almost eighteen hundred. So big, big, humongous thank you to everybody supporting the show. Yes, and, the- and, and we we started here with you know knowing the pyramid panty scheme would be a hit. <laughs> Look, we did, we did it. <laughs> so y'all are welcome. Y'all should be receiving your packages here in about Shortly. a week. Yeah, mail's been backed up. So <laughs> thank y'all. Post office. But shout out to y'all. Like that that idea of that show, that concept, I couldn't think of two people. Like I didn't know this was a keep going thing because, of course, I don't get told about the things, right? Um, <laughs> but to know this is programming, to know that I can just sit and listen to y'all talk. I can sit. You are two of the people that I can talk endlessly with. How many yeah. phone calls do we have that end up being an hour, two hours? How yeah. many side conversations? And it's the same thing with ambush. So the idea of you two having the conversation together and also just being as knowledgeable as you both are and having your way of relaying information is dope. So yeah. Thank that's why I need to I need to uh um I need to be a me too A N. We know what that stands for. <laughs> Give me a little fiance, and I'm I'm gonna have uh, news with my my fiance too. <laughs> yep, <laughs> it was the two that killed me. My fiance too. <laughs> um, nah, this is dope. I, I can only you. imagine. One thing. So number one. Uh, we were both trying to like make sure that we were okay at this before we were like, Hey, guess what we're doing on in the early morning? Because neither one of us are high functioning at seven, you know, like that's just not how our lives have been. I thought that was going somewhere different. You, you said only time I ever hear high functioning before something it's addict. Alcoholic. <laughs> 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 like I was like, what? I just meant revelations. <laughs> My bad. Go ahead. I'm just, I'm still asleep, you know, at like 1030 in the morning. So okay. like, um, so yeah, we were, we were working the kinks out and making sure that uh, we knew what we were doing before we started like trying to figure out branding for it. And we still don't have that, but we're, you know, just using pictures of ourselves to tell you to listen to the news with us on Thursdays. Um, one of the dopest things to me is that because X-Ray and the numbers are sister stations, there's a lot of crossover. Um, hey. So you are a cart every time we do the news. So <laughs> we like it goes to break and then all of a sudden it's you. And I'm like, oh, my God, can he's everywhere in my life. It's That's funny. Thing. I know you so sent dope. me a message about that uh, maybe a week or two ago. And I was really cracking up with that um, about because there are times where I'm listening in and I forget the same thing. And there's a moment of hearing my voice and it's not instant recognition. It's like, why is that so familiar? Mm. Oh, that's 
Oh, actually me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine is, for the most part, I instantly recognize, and I'm still doing that, like, oh, I'm on the radio? Like, I got hey. over that for a little bit with podcasting, and then, but being, like, somehow being on the radio is different. Like, so I'm back in that little spot of being like, oh, God, that's, you're, Okay. I did have a coworker uh, mention, uh, I, I forgot the exact words, but it was something I had mentioned about something I listened and listened to. And he was like, is it weird that like, I spend some of my mornings listening to you? Cause on Mondays he tunes into the run up to numbers <laughs> and uh, you know, and, he, and even, and, and this was pre me working there. I was, I think telling you on like, just through the hiring process and onboarding, had he had shared his screen and noticed that in his favorites tab up top the numbers was on there that's, or in that like that's the coolest thing mind. in the world right like right. that is right. that's the coolest thing in the world i don't have yeah. to say that like yeah for you you know we out here we are out here if you see us in the streets you know hit that cash app <laughs> every time but also for sure shout out to the co-workers that listen to listen to us like yes um birdie you know, bird. shout out to birdie she would give me you know come in the office and give me the greatness um all the cheerleading and that is that's just the coolest thing and and young carlos 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 is out here riding for us real quick He's trying to get the entirety of the Dutch Bros staff to listen to the show. Look, to April, where I, I need you to make it an initiative <clears throat> of some sort. I know you got the juice. I know mm. they all listen. Mm -hmm. but Carlos, he's doing it all. He's doing it yeah. all. He's a great. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I enjoy what's what's happening. I know he was hitting me about a. Uh, Clearly, listen to the to to the episode of me trying to reenact that MLK joint. We was going back and forth. We're gonna find a we're gonna find a, a phone booth out here. And I saw when I couldn't, I can't remember where I saw a phone booth at, but I definitely saw it and had earmarked. And this was pre this conversation, but this was like a couple months back, and told myself remember that because that's gonna come in handy for something. For something. Now I can't remember where it was at that I saw it, but. I'm with that. And I like what he doing. Like, um, uh, yeah, I, I've been, you know, uh, creeping down a timeline, paying attention. You know, yeah. a follow changes a lot. Yeah. You really get a completely, a, a totally different perspective of people with social media when you add yeah. that layer. Into yeah, yeah, yeah. Connection. Trying to see what people, what, what, yeah. what is a happening? Um, yeah. Something I do want to let the listeners know that uh, next month, May 15th and 16th, there's a nice pop-up event happening downtown, and the Nine Brand will be involved in that. So if y'all want to take a swing through there and see the community out uh, bartering. <laughs> Is that what they're doing? You know, the bartering. Mm. uh I'm looking forward to that and seeing what that's going to, um, you know, turn into. Hopefully the weather does what it's supposed to do. Is it looking good right now? Zero percent. But okay. that's another two weeks. I'm a, I was only, I did yeah. look at the yeah. forecast, um, which, you know, I'm anti-forecast, but looked at it and saw like, okay, it went from some raindrops to just some clouds. So hopefully those clouds move it over 
To the they, left, they, to the left. They get their act together. Yeah. It was a clear. <laughs> I was about to jump into. I mean, mid-May, it literally could be anything. But the way that the summers have been going, or I'm sorry, springs have been going um, the last two years where it seems like we're heavily affected by climate change. It could be 98. You know what I mean? You might get. You might Which get there's still no context in the world on planet Earth. <laughs> where a temperature should go above 80 degrees. Someone name me a single instance where the weather needs to be hotter than 80 degrees for a human. <laughs> you can't see you just start trying to think <laughs> listeners are thinking right now, not not your personal preference of like, oh, I like it. But what is necessary about higher than 80 and sunny sit with that bring that up at your next uh your next uh uh sit and sip with friends you'll learn a lot your city council too see what they say (laughs) (laughs) bring it up next town hall meeting there you go we talking climate change (laughs) (laughs) you tell me this (laughs) (laughs) tell me this huh if you can change daylight savings time, huh? you can't make it so that it's not hotter. I'm going to give you a point in case, right? Tell me a time when someone turns their home heating system past 80. <laughs> they don't. I'm not talking about a quick heat up where you just blast it to the max, but a, where you leave the dial I would for comfort. Somebody. This I would is what I'm saying. My air hands. No one likes more than 80. They may be tolerant of it. Okay. Okay. You can tolerate it. But if I said 80, you wouldn't say no. That's too cold. <laughs> that wouldn't come out your mouth. <laughs> Meaning there's no reason for it to go over that. Anyways, I'm going to leave my tangent there on the side of the road and let you guys play with it. (laughs) You have some major stuff to talk about. Who? You. (laughs) You just looked at me. Oh, that was Um, the moments. Man, this has been a, a, a week of learning looking listening listening to sugar free learning about pimping <laughs> i just need y'all to know this 13th letter real um <laughs> but now nah, it's been a week um as as some of y'all that have been paying attention to my 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 uh working journey mm. personal journey uh when i left the school district out here made a jump into a local nonprofit organization kind of focused on public safety and criminal justice reform and by reform we mean the a word mm. <laughs> um but anyways 
this week was every year they do advocacy day where typically is held down in Salem and they go down and talk with legislators. They get different constituents to talk to their legislators and it's a whole event. And this year specifically, we are pushing house bill 2002, um, which I'm going to take it that the listeners don't know a ton about it. Um, so being that they don't know, uh, <laughs> you told us uh, some about it on a previous, uh, episode, but yeah. Yeah. And so it's it would help to like limit stops and arrests, kind of invest money back into services. Um, and there's a couple of different bullet points. Uh, with that, there's also the tie-in of um, State Bill uh, 401, which we know that, um, or not 401, sorry, let me step back. State Bill 755, which um, Measure 110, which made it, not a crime to possess small amounts of drugs. So state bill 755 is to help implement that measure mm. and push it further as far as services. So that's on the table. There's uh, a state bill 401, which is a measure 11 bill to, you know, uh, revoke the mandatory minimum sentencing. Um, and then, there's the ODSVS, which is the domestic violence survivors, uh, putting more money towards the services that they provide. Um, so these are the big pushes, right? Um, with all this said, understand, Can Jones does not come from a political anything. <laughs> so coming into this, um, into this role as a communications manager on this tip, it's uh, essentially my job is to take this information and deliver it to the community in a way to get them to feel empowered and move forward with helping to uh, advocate not only for themselves, but for others, specifically in the communities most harmed and least represented mm -hmm. when it comes to these laws. I like when people say draconian laws. Mm -hmm. That just... It's a good one. Yeah. Um, but anyways, <laughs> with that, today was the event. And this is the first time we're going virtual. So it was been it was a buildup. This was definitely a 70 hour week. Um, whole lot of uh, midnight slacks and emails mm. and updates and all the things. Right. But we reached today and it was an awesome experience. Um, kind of tag team the opener let people know what was happening. We set up a Slack space outside of Zoom for people to kind of chit and chat and interact. And uh, I was a team lead. So my role was to take other advocates and whatever um, districts that I was helping the team lead to kind of coach them as far as how to share their story to their legislator and why they feel, you know, they're not why they feel, why this bill should be supported and how it ties to them personally. Um, that was crazy cool. Luckily, I got the people on my team have been doing this, so they already knew what was up. You feel me? <laughs> but 
going from you know Joe Schmoda being the person talking to legislators, um, that was that was a jump, right? Uh, we unrefined. I'm the unrefined part. <laughs> we like, both the unrefined part. Yeah, we is. We, <laughs> <laughs> we had some sophisticated some sophisticatedness. You see, moment that ain't you can't even type that into nothing and it's gonna <laughs> pop up. Red squiggly line under unsophisticatedness or sophisticatedness. Um, anyways, with that, uh, having this experience of being able to open up and express, you know, my sentiment of why this bill, especially the limiting stops and arrest portion of the House Bill 2002, why that was important or not, shared with my story of moving to Beaverton and within that first six months of getting those 27 pullovers, like that is nuts as uh. I usually say. Um, so kind of, you know, speaking to that, where that could have been, that was 27 opportunities for something to go crazy crazy right and for anybody wondering zero tickets so this was actual harassment uh because i had the paperworks for everything that was going on not a, not <laughs> no speeding nothing just dumb stuff just hey black man driving cool car pull it over <laughs> um but yeah this was a, a lot of work the team really rallied though there you know we the 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 people who showed up were there energized ready to do it what was crazy with that though is there was also a hearing about bill 2002 house bill 2002 that started at 3 30 so right after these visits were done like as a team we were watching oh. testimony and stuff you know for people in favor and people opposed to Ooh. the bill and it was it was like suspenseful watching this as a group we, we in the zoom chat you know going going nuts oh my um God. Yeah, it's just it's on its way through. It's it's crazy. One day, you know, I'll actually take the time to kind of sit and break down the process of a bill and the different phases it has to go through to even make it to get voted on. Um, Thank and you. just yeah, and and seeing how people come together though, um, you know, community members, community organizations come together to push this stuff. They craft it and push it. And it, it, I think I'm having a better, I'm getting a better, not, I don't think I'm getting a better understanding of how much power as people we mm -hmm. actually have, if we can get people on the same accord and push forward Yeah. and seeing that this, you know, the organization that I work for has gotten prisons closed, <laughs> um, these, these, high bar things that seem nuts on paper when you read it like how how is collectives <laughs> coming together and uh, breaking this down and explaining why this works or why this does not work alternative solutions <laughs> that's that that's the part because i think that's a lot of times people get this idea that well if we don't we don't have jail then what right you know it's 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 but it's getting that information to people in a way that um people are connected to it yes because That's, people do extremes right yes and immediately in those moments they hear or like that you said no jail then what like so the immediate thought is like so people there's a serial killer and you just let him go home you yeah. know 
it's like what it's a, always what, the extremes yeah it's always the extreme it's like how many serial killers are you guys catching in your town <laughs> like is that the only crime we should be talking about or i guess if you're in seattle then they they like i mean kind of a lot sorry <laughs> kind of I mean, actually uh this is a pacific northwest corridor actually kind of uh Breeds them, huh? Uh, yeah, I was gonna say birth the few, right? <laughs> Breeding grounds, yeah. Perfect conditions. <laughs> An hour from everything. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> Context. Yo. <laughs> In context, <laughs> hilarious. Out of context, awful. <laughs> awful. Awful. absolutely <laughs> As as they all say now, please don't cancel me for something so silly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I do. You know, I I being having this experience um, and being able to see people who are really dedicated to the cause and and the people who do show up the advocates who do show up and have stories to share they're using their own time their energy to make this stuff happen it really is the community and seeing that not just hearing it we hear it right but now being on the ground and seeing what it takes to put an event together like this um seeing the collaboration as it works uh earlier in the week i actually help to do manage you know socials and um basically the social side and just some communications aspects for a da town hall meeting which is mm. a whole other experience um which as a non-twitter those as uh sorry i'm sorry uh, as what as a as a non you know like i'm not in your world but how so, do i get to be able to watch that I, <laughs> oh the thing is these links i'll start i can start sending it because a lot of it's just zoom register it's I'll for play. yeah please yeah Ooh. and most times it's because it's people who are following these pages that see this stuff so gotcha. yeah i, I gotcha. can start okay. getting that stuff out i've tried to kind of keep it aside i know i put some stuff on my story today um, just a few elements from it. I try to keep it fairly separate because I be yeah. wilding sometimes, and I'm like, <laughs> I need to like, I don't want to have to put a quote of the views and opinions exactly. not necessarily represent any of that stuff. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, it's been a week, a great week of learning, um, a great week of mental stretching, mm. um. And I'm just, I'm happy it's Friday. I'm happy we're doing this. And I'm happy to feel like there's there's things on the horizon and getting to see, you know, just firsthand people who are really doing things, right, the right things for the right reasons. Such a big deal. Um, I, I really just want to hit on the point of community and community coming together. And, and, the, and the point about, people sharing their stories and how they've been affected and impacted by whatever system you're talking about. But in this one specifically, the prison industrial complex that just completely uh, ruins lives for a profit. Yep. Um, I need y'all to think about your very worst day 
and then think about retelling that story and how much emotional energy it takes to like get through it. And then imagine doing that in front of people that you know some of them absolutely do not care. <laughs> and you get up there and do that anyway. <laughs> like, um, I'm trying to get to the point of the amount of emotional energy that takes needs to be respected, commended, understood, talked about, bigged up, trophies, all of that, because we don't talk about what it takes to be a an oppressed person on a daily basis. And so when you finally <laughs> uh, have an ability to like see somebody take all of that and be the resilience that you know we are. <laughs> that girl talking. <laughs> it's a different story. Um, and yeah, more, more advocacy days, more advocates, more, yeah. but like we really give those people their flowers. The, that is such a traumatic thing to continue to have to do. And there ain't no awards for that. I do want to shout out to, I mean, my whole team, but I also want to shout out Julianne Jackson. Um, she's frontlining. Right, and shout out to her and uh, Black Joy Oregon is her nonprofit organization. Y'all can Google that and check it out. Um, with that said, you know, I got brought on as the first black team member, and then she got brought on uh, about a month later. And I think the element that we bring to this because this organization is phenomenal, like this is and something I was talking to you about offline is that, you know, not having the black representation, but doing a lot of work for black and brown people. And there's, you know, um, um, diversity within our team. So that's there, but having this actual perspective and voice at the table is definitely helping to add some authenticity to the messaging. Because they're listening to the to the people that they hired. That part. Right? Like Yeah. Yeah. And Julianne coming on, you know, is and she's a crazy voice out here in these uh frontline streets. And and like I mean that sincerely. And um having her on the team has kind of been dope. Being able to have a back and forth and she, you know her uh, uh, being, uh, the building, look, I'm trash at trying to remember, but it's the building director and it's basically relationships, right? She's in gathering that, uh, portion and connecting with more organizations, trying to expand on what we've got going, but we've had conversations about, you know, the interest of being in a, a workplace where it's like, oh, this is like actually support, like, are they? Oh, it actually matters. Like, they, they care what I'm actually checking in and making sure that this doesn't sound this way. Uh, that with everything going on, do we need the rest of the day? And not in the weird way, not in the uh -huh. weird type of like. Let me you do saw, this favor. Yeah, like you saw something going around on the internet and was like, oh, she's let me. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? It's not a second thought. And so that's something dope. But uh, shout out again to the whole team because the team as a collective is hard. And 
as we continue to go through and I learn more and more, I'm still in my first few months. So it's a whirlwind, like I say, of information and me trying to take it all in. <sighs> but just know that this flavor that y'all didn't got used to hearing <laughs> is out here doing the things behind the scenes. And it ain't even behind the scenes because I'm the communications manager. So yeah, I'm, I'm like putting, I'm putting it out there. It's it's out there. I love oh, every yeah. part of this. I love every single piece of this. You know, doing some things. You feel me? <laughs> you feels me? Anyway, enough of stuff. that jizzy jam. Well, I hope you will uh, keep us updated and give us more information about how a bill, like what happens in the bill writing process yeah. uh, later, obviously, because that is um, fascinating. You know what I mean? And it's not yeah. the kind of stuff that you learn. Like you, you need to be, you have to have a proximity to it to really understand it. Um, so yeah, that'll be dope. Uh and then I heard you as you laced up your Iversons. <laughs> somebody, somebody gave me the Dikembe finger. Uh, <laughs> like, oh no! <laughs> you laced them up. You did. You for some reason they had a pump on it, so it was like a fusion. <laughs> <laughs> and the camera slowly panned up from you pumping them. I cannot deal. You had them them 2003 hoop shorts, the and ones, hella lengthy. <laughs> it was right at the bottom of your calf. Yeah. 4X. Why? You know, we don't do nothing that's going to fit. Why are they so long? Like, that's not just like hitting your ankle in a way that doesn't feel right. right. Like, right. Silk and satin all exactly. against the inner ankles. In a place that don't make sense. <laughs> Camera pans up. Morris got that ball on her hip. <laughs> one lens in her glasses is fogged. Why she's hooping in glasses? No one has any idea. Wouldn't be able to see otherwise. Mm. <laughs> she says, "Check ball." Mm-hmm. Chest pass. <laughs> they pass it back. She reached too fast. It hit her finger in a weird way. Happened to me before. She retrieved it. <laughs> and she said, you know what? I'm taking it to the hall. <laughs> she said, uh, we don't. Uh, uh. <laughs> the camera slowly pans. As <laughs> Her back foot leaves the ground. It cuts to her and her opponent. Her defender, the defender, <laughs> rising. This is in slow-mo. Mm. The ball leaves the tip of her middle finger because she's F the world. You feel me? Yeah. F the world finger roll. And then that's the end of the magic because that <laughs> ball gets sent UPS Express same day Amazon delivery. <laughs> Droid. <laughs> Ordered uh, a, a, a halved avocado and it was there before the browning. Yo, before I sliced the toast. Mm. 
So I don't, at least I don't know about getting blocked very often. <laughs> like, see, this is women have it so easy in the world. Keep going. <laughs> okay. Well, I was uh, scrolling this morning and someone, uh, their status said something to the effect of like, what pyramid scheme would be on the Forbes 500 list? <laughs> I was like, that is a really funny joke. <laughs> it said more, uh, and I'll, I'll continue. <laughs> um, <laughs> something about becoming a part of this uh, I Am Academy is the best decision I've ever made. <laughs> like, you know, hit me up, I'm the plug or whatever. And so I read it and I just did a laugh react because that is a really funny joke. <laughs> okay, sorry. I thought it was great. And um, I want to be clear that I don't know this person. <laughs> this person doesn't know me, you know, like, and again, all I did was laugh react. And they were like, uh, tagged me and said, not sure what you find so funny. <laughs> uh, right quick, right quick. Let me just pull, sorry, tangent time. We need to get a drop. Um, we'll get look, one. <laughs> the amount of times I've been tagged <laughs> and asked that question. <laughs> Or, or they responded to my laughing face in the comment section and me having to come back like, and I explain exactly uh, <laughs> what <laughs> I found funny. Someone. Like, you don't see where this is. We don't, this isn't universal. Oh, y'all, oh, you were serious. <laughs> I will not apologize, but nah. I feel sorry for your mother. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> So she said, uh, not sure what you find funny when people are making thousands in minutes. Dot, dot, dot. Why do the people that be um, the face of these scams <laughs> never be the person that looks like money? Like, like they're winning. <laughs> never. Because they're not. <laughs> yeah, like, come on. Like, and that's the know thing. Like, a fucking Nissan Sentra costs six thousand dollars uh yeah yeah nah so i responded um all of it is funny all of it <laughs> yes. Yes, <laughs> especially Lord. you responding to a laugh react of a stranger i hope that clears up your query and she blocked <laughs> and you said query and and she immediately was like oh you effing b smart a b <laughs> <laughs> But fam, I was really sitting there laughing hella hard because what do you, in what version of Beyonce's internet do you have to be on that you're like, you know what? I see that laugh react and I need to talk about it. Talk to somebody else about it. Like you cannot be serious. Let's take it a step further. Why do these people never create a separate profile that is built solely around the scam? Right. Get because, it off my timeline. <laughs> yeah, but even with that, it's like you went from, and we talked about this before, you went from B words could never <laughs> to a credit repair specialist in a week. And, uh huh? I took the course. 
Which one? <laughs> what you mean? And again, I'm not knocking anybody doing the thing that they do um, at all. But it's just there's there's the idea of if you're going to present in, in terms of this is a hustle, right? I get it that that still look at it as a hustle. And this is like your professional, like business and pleasure and like think of it in that way. But the amount of people I see posting um, stock images of other internet money in hand and <laughs> bank receipts and, and it's like, duh, who? How are people still falling for it? Here's the thing that kills me about this current one. And I just want to hop in real fast to say yeah. this in particular is like the IM Academy is something that on its face looks like it's free. Like they're just going to teach you how to uh, trade in the market. But really, you have to pay almost, sorry, you have to pay almost $300 a month. It's like 264 just a to month? be a part of it. That's a car payment. Your sign-up fee is three and some change. So it's like your, your, your payout going into it is over $600. So I understand, you know, uh, why people are invested in the money that they have spent. Uh, and they, you know, get, they got feels when someone's like, oh, no, that's a scam or, oh, no, I will not actually join you in your scam. Um, I, I get why some people get there. You know, they get all defensive. <laughs> but this one in particular then is supposed to teach you how to change to exchange. I'm sorry, to trade on the foreign exchange, which oh, is frankly. the most volatile market globally and so th it speaks directly to what you were just saying in the way of like i took a day but you know i took someone's one hour course and now i'm calling myself a credit specialist um, <laughs> this is the and they got them dollar tree glasses right like good god damn it <laughs> <laughs> oh why are you by one unfitted suit and all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, damn, where was I? Um, uh, Listeners, will you be able to chime in and tell her where she was at in time? No, because now I'm listening to you and I'm thinking about it. Uh, now, you were talking about the volatileness of the... Thank you. It's the most volatile market. So this is something that, like, you know, the expert traders are like, yeah, I'm cool. I'm not putting a bunch of my money over there at the foreign exchange. So y you mean to tell me that I am going, you're going to take me off the street. <laughs> mm -hmm. A person exactly. that doesn't know anything about a stock or a market. And I'm going to pay you to teach me how to trade things. I guess if I have more money to buy things, you're going to teach me how to trade on the most volatile market that's <laughs> globally. And I'm paying you every month for this. 
I'm paying you every month to take the risk. Plus, at some point, I got to bring other people in to put their money in the foreign exchange. Plot twist, the people that started I Am Academy have already wow. been um, like uh, in FCC, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. like lawsuits because they've already been a part of pyramid schemes before. Uh-oh. So uh -oh. I get being defensive, but fam, I just laugh for that. Malie. <laughs> so we gotta um, get together. Back to like the idea of the block. Like we've talked about it before. Like I find out I'm block. My social media use is different nowadays, and I've realized that like because I don't spend time engaging as much, um, my engagement is just down all, all the way. Right. Yeah. Um, but. It's back in the days when I was perusing the internet streets quite a bit more. I will find out every year, usually because of uh, memories and want to relive a moment and say, hmm, there's some comments here. <laughs> Wait, people are responding to things that I don't see. I can't see oh. that thing. Oh. <laughs> it says 10 comments, I see four. Yeah, or people popping up in the people you may know section. And I'm like, that used to be a person I knew. Hey, I knew that person. Um, I used to talk to that person on this yeah. year app. Yeah. And also having, uh, having some moments that uh, when I deactivate, the amount of times that I've had people ask me why I blocked them and and I would be like but you're messaging me <laughs> on messenger asking me why you were blocked like <laughs> go ahead make it make sense uh, and I know we probably have some younger listeners that are like you got wrong for uh <laughs> Yes, well, yeah, it's, it's still out there. It's still out there. Um, but yeah, I just the getting blocked. I've learned at this point. People have their reasons. And I know I've been blocked quite a few times uh, and then unblocked and re-requested. Mm -hmm. And I feel like um, a lot of times that's tied to a woman and her boyfriend or significant other partner. So I don't want to just assume they have a boyfriend. Um being the reason for that, being a special womp, womp. request, huh? I said womp womp. That's why. Yeah. So I've I've caught that a few times, but then I've caught some like like indirects that to this day. I'm like, I wonder what that was from. Wonder what I did. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't be wilding on anybody else's stuff. I might wild on my own stuff. I don't know. You be wilding on my own stuff. <laughs> Your stuff. You, you know how many times I be like, look, you know how many times I have a half a message typed out a response to something and be like, let me just chill because some things only translate to us. And when, and it's times you're on somebody else's thing. And there was like, there was one uh, just a couple of days ago. Um, and it was like, a, I knew it was like a, a P power thread. Um, and I was like, if I say anything about this picture, I'm going to get, 
nailed what to the cross. This is something I posted? Yeah, it was a thread and it was a picture that you put. You was looking all done up. Had the, uh, oh, they I say, oh. beat? <laughs> there was a beat. There was a beating happening. Yeah. Um, that had happened. Ah, uh, you should have done it, but I'm glad you didn't. But I, no, I was like, this, I can just tell the energy in these comments. This ain't going to go well. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I, two years ago, yes. <laughs> Without thought. Hit send. I'm actually going to copy paste it again in case the first one wasn't understood. Like, yeah, so I'm a different guy, right? That's the growth. Ever evolving. It's what we do. Advocacy man can. <laughs> but um, all that to say, y'all going to watch this glory. That's why my page is this public. <laughs> there we go. Also, Ain't no block on only people blocked on mine is them Russian bots that be like, you want to see my no. But kind of my favorite not. thing was kind of, but like you're not real, so no. <laughs> Definitely not. not. I don't want to see no robot poop. <laughs> like FCC won't let me be. <laughs> We ain't gonna make it. Uh, <laughs> letters to the editor. We ain't gonna uh, make it. X-ray gotta be like, we did what? <laughs> so much of a rager. <laughs> that was a hard pivot. Our the boys are back. <laughs> JPB. Are back to business. Although I will say I did not watch that first two hours. You didn't. No. None of it. The first fifteen minutes. What are we going to talk about here then? <laughs> you can give this. I mean, I know all the thing. Like the. Uh, I guess I know it and just didn't need to hear it all. I just wasn't in the space to. Goes it was basically like portion. the the way that so for listeners uh we talked about this previously um rory and maul uh were on hiatus from the joe budden podcast uh joe budden told rory via text message to and for the <laughs> listeners joe budden is an american rapper from the 2000s and by 2000s, I mean 2002 to 2007-ish when he was at the popularity. Then he became an American actor with shows such as Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> then transitioned into podcasting. Take it from there. Thank you very much. Uh Joe told Rory, take a couple pods off. We had we had also previously talked about how it was feeling very off, like um, just the the vibe of the, sh the he and Rory was not a thing. Um, and they were just like aggressive with each other. So uh, then Maul revealed what happened between them. Uh, Rory revealed how he felt about getting that text message, mm -hmm. what to do with it. 
um, what I appreciated about them doing this talk mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, addressing it on the show um, was realizing just, you know, how much they were willing to to work on things, you know, like this all very much seemed like a super basic friend communication breakdown, which we see that happen frequently, um, especially if you're involved in some form of business uh, together as well. Um, And it felt like we were watching one of the two like sort of corrode. I don't know if this is the podcast or if this is the friendship, but something is corroding in front of us and I feel like they don't see it. They finally saw it. Joe was like, uh, pump the brakes. I don't like none of this. Tells Rory, take a couple pods off. Rory hits Maul and is like, what do you think this mean? Maul like, I don't even know, though. Like, what happened with that? <laughs> and Maul's whole stance was basically like, Joe, you don't get to tell him to take time off because this is our show. And I think that is yeah. a thing for sure. Yeah. And then I think there's also the thing of it's the Joe Budden podcast on the Joe Budden network. You know what I mean? And the explanation of that, uh, I, what I, I, I guess can, what I'm getting at is like what I appreciated was hearing everybody's feelings and their sides of it and yeah. like explanations. So when, when mall is like, yeah, you just, it's no disrespect to anybody that you had here while we were gone. I did make it to that. Um, you know, no disrespect in any way to them, but like that was foul. You shouldn't have done it. Stop the show. And both Joe and Parks were like, we employ over 30 people. Like we can't just like not do it because we're going to not do it. Like people, you know, depend on us for employment. Understandable. Also understandable as talent to be like, wait, <laughs> mm-hmm. what do you mean? You're going to do the show that the three of us do without me. Look. Yeah. Um, so it. How do I say it? Like the reason that I really I, that I was uh, kind of excited to watch it. I was annoyed f- for a very long time because it felt like they were very they were just skirting around the whole issue and playing hot potato with vagueness like yeah i didn't like this or i didn't like that but nobody's explaining what happened and everybody was starting the story from the text message no one was addressing like what happened leading up to like why was rory being so spicy why was it hitting joe so wrong like those were the things i wanted to know that we didn't actually get that at least i didn't but what we did understand like joe explained you know he and rory went started going to therapy together oh that's huge. Like, I want to. I want to normalize that. I want people to understand that sometimes you need a mediator, and uh, I'm not saying therapy's mediation, but. Um, and in the friendship realm, though, not just like this is right. marriage counseling to save my relationship. Exactly. But, not that there's anything wrong with that, but yeah. No, but that's not the only time to go to therapy, and it's not the only form of therapy uh, with another person, and I think that that's. Uh, a misconception. So I'm happy that you said it because we don't think about friendships as being something so integral that you would need to be, uh, see a therapist to communicate with your friend better. 
but depending on your level of friendship, right? And de- yeah. depending on your level of connection and, and, you know, what you guys do with each other, for each other, how you show up for each other, you may very well need that. And that doesn't mean that your relationship has changed that it's so much that it's ir- irreparable. It means you guys, th- something has shifted, <laughs> And we don't have to like you. the shifts don't have to be bad. Right. It, like, I think that we think of change, especially if we're uncomfortable with it as a bad thing. Like, just take me back to when I didn't have to work as hard and my friend just knew what I was saying. You know what I mean? Like, we want to just push the easy button. But like. Some of my friends are people that I love as if we have been together since I was born, you know, yeah. like and. Yes, I would go to therapy with my friends. If we couldn't do it anymore, if we can't click, yes, I'm doing that. Like I would, yes. <laughs> yeah. And I think I think another element to throw in there too, um, and I guess even with you telling me this stuff, this is stuff Joe talked about. Like he mm-hmm. mentioned this in his, when he was being transparent and talking about the situation. So I think that there was this element of feeling like I knew what they were going to talk about. I'm and glad though right. that that, you know, that it was that and it wasn't, you know, just something to be saying that Joe was talking about that was way different because sometimes his point be way different than what is, you know, being said by somebody else or how he took it versus how they said it. But the bigger point in here uh, to me is male relationships. Yeah. And that's the part um, where having these type of conversations as men is a lot different. Um especially when it comes to these feelings, right? Mm -hmm. I felt this way. This made me feel like that's usually stuff you got to like do with your girl. Your eyes is rolling the whole time and you want to play whatever (laughs) video game or whatever other thing that you do instead of trying to build a birdhouse. You're trying to talk about feelings now, but that's typically where you see that. And that's reserved. Like men in general, we don't. You know, and there are different relationships, so I'm not saying every and all. Right. Because we know people love. Not all men. Not all. But um, so getting that out, but not only getting that out, but getting that out on a public platform, right? He's got 900 and something thousand subscribers to the Joe Budden podcast, Joe Budden Network, whatever it is, on YouTube. So there's a lot of people that pay attention. And um, to have this type of a conversation between men, which is, again, a normal thing, um, the the emotions of men, I'll highlight, I've talked about this before, why I feel like when Drizzy Drake was on to come up, a lot of men disregarded and wasn't because he was saying the things that you actually feel when dealing with women, <laughs> the emotions that are attached to it. You were like, oh, and that no. probably bothered a lot of men that he talked about this stuff and made it very clear that yeah, we have feelings. Um, so seeing this happen between these friends, it is a you know dope moment. I'm glad they did that, and making that as um, and not to say like tough guys and blah, 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 none of that, but just as dudes that you know have gotten a rap. <laughs> for yeah, the type yeah. of guys they are. Uh, 
And to do this was dope. And then again, I fast forwarded and got to that end part and watched that laugh last hour, got my laughs, got the energy that I was definitely missing and it was working. And so I'm hoping that that continues on that route because there is an element too when you friends and you get past that little hump, it like things fall right back in. In the play. You know I mean, like, it really felt like that's what was happening. And I yeah. haven't finished the last hour. So um, I think, you know, that puzzle sounds like it's lining up exactly that way because it had already started. Like, it was already sort of like that from the beginning, in the even when it was getting spicy. Like, yeah. it was still sort of like, nah, this is this is the dynamic, even when, you know, you guys are trying to hammer something out. Yeah. And what I did appreciate was everything you just said, add having some more context to why they were, um, you know, maybe taking things a certain way or not thinking about other things. Like I learned that Joe and Maul lived together for a decade. I didn't know that ever before. I See, I knew that from just listening to so many of them. But as you said, yeah, that's, but like, yeah. Um, I didn't know it was a decade, though. Sheesh. Yeah. Well, that's what Joe said. Um, okay. But in the in their their fight or argument or whatever, uh, after Joe told Rory to chill, mm -hmm. he told Maul the show wasn't none of his business. Sheesh. And the reason I bring this up is not to be like, this was the juicy stuff. My point is... Jeez. That's a big thing to get over. And like, that would be a hard pill for me to swallow just on some like, yeah, you're saying you didn't mean that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or that you shouldn't have said it, but like, like we built this together and you're right. saying it's not my business. I would have a really hard time just letting that go. And hella, you know, like, and so I think that's commendable. Whatever they've done to uh, chat with each other and change that, you know, hurt is like, uh, it's commendable. And I'm happy that they've done it. And I don't think that men do that very often. Nah. I think about, I'm like trying to think through, um, you know, I've got some life relationships with, with my partners. And thinking about little moments of contention and tension. Mm -hmm. um, and I've never, I guess, never had it escalate to a point of. So, like, I've never been in a fist fight with any of my partners, right? Mm -hmm. My, my, what, what I would consider my real friends. I've had right. fist fights with people that were a part of the a orbit. Gym. Right. Yeah. Um, but with my partners of things that might have been tight, there's definitely been conversations like along the lines of "Bro, you was doing too much. Like you're doing a lot. You put everybody at some type of a Brett. point that sh we shouldn't have been put in that type of a situation based on your actions. Um, but I guess nothing that just festered and then more so on a public platform, which is another element too, where you're having to save face to a certain degree, but things are gonna, you know, translate. Like we do their podcast is similar in the vein of friends talking. Right. Not 
um, coworkers talking. Right. So when people hear us talk, we're we're presenting who we are, and if there was a crazy tension, it would translate through this real fast. There's no way for it to not because the dynamic of our actual friendship, unrelated to this show, yeah, before this show developed a lot through this show. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, shout outs to the JBB boys. A show. <clears throat> Pull up on me. (laughs) So I know that uh, Blueface is your favorite rapper. Blueface, Uh, baby. (laughs) Ambush sent us a video of him uh, going through his house with um, that was filled with women in bunk beds. Well, that's not fair. There were some women in bunk beds. (laughs) There were bunk beds. (laughs) In his house. were present. They were present. There were people in them. And the the game they were playing was you have to either get a tattoo or you gotta go home. And the internet did what the internet does and was like, oh, uh yeah. let me find out we that that surviving uh blue face doc about to be crazy. <laughs> like, uh. Get tatted or go home. Where the show should have ended right then. I mean, so what I didn't know was that this is he he has an actual like he's producing a reality show in his home. I don't know if it's with his cell phone or what, (laughs) but it is on his OnlyFans and it's called the Blueface Girls Club. Wait. Really? Blueface? Blue Why is Blueface so hard to say for me? Um, Blue. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's just Blue Girls Club. They took the face out. <laughs> anyway, so I didn't realize that this was a thing. This is a show that is uh, stealing from the Bad Girls Club and just taking the premise and put blue in it and put blue face in it as a, I don't know, host. Um, but this was my favorite part of his... Uh, how he explains the show. Are you ready? I am. <laughs> Quote, I don't have relations with any of these women. The purpose of the show is to develop these women by exercising their temper, attitude, patience, and composure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm letting them use my platform as a second chance to chase their dreams without selling themselves to get by. We are all one family. They all have a past. I just want to change their future. What was it you were saying earlier about the 13th letter? Humanitarian. <laughs> Blue faces. See, this is what this is why rap rap allows for this. It allows us less fortunate to find an outlet, be able to make some money, change our lives, and then reach back and change lives of others. 
Blueface might be up for the Nobel Peace Prize next year. You think that's a possibility? I think if Trump did, we can definitely see a blue face. I'm just saying, Trump didn't get a Nobel Prize. Wait. He was nominated. Was he? Mm Mm-hmm. By the other Peace Prize? Mm Mm-hmm. The Nobel? (laughs) The the Nobel? (laughs) (laughs) The the Nobel Peace Prize. (laughs) (laughs) The Lavelle Crawford Peace Prize. (laughs) (laughs) Because Trump made peace and nah. Anyway, yes. uh, Humanitarian wouldn't be the word I use, but you got it. You got it. You got it. (laughs) <laughs> you got a big dog <laughs> yes this one to me is just like I don't even understand how this is real like like who's watching Blue Girls Club on OnlyFans like how much do you I want to know the rate like I oh, want oh I didn't even think about that it's, it's oh you have to subscribe right don't you about that yeah, that's money in the bank. See? Continuing to elevate, taking well, change. You know, I want most it. humanitarians are okay. visionaries, you feel me? Because they can see a better world for those around them, those after them. Man, this guy is <laughs> big blue face. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is like the this this uh, unrefined half is going to be like special victims unit because there's just a bunch of dudes doing a bunch of uh, in um, predatory things. Maybe we'll say that because um, the next one up can is one that I is such a multi layered, multifaceted situation. So I'm going to do my very best. Mm-hmm. To keep this super brief. Okay. There's a YouTuber named EDP. That's Easter Dog. Erectile oh. Dicks Function. Poos. Poos. <laughs> erectile, <laughs> erectile dysfunctioned penis. Yes. Erectily dysfunctioned penis. You just keep going for the rest of the just second. I worked it out. I worked it out live. This is this, you know, think tanks, people. There it is. Um, this guy's name, uh, EDP, his real name is Bryant something. Uh, and he has over 2 million subscribers on YouTube. Damn. I guess he's a bunch of memes. I don't know. Um, but there's a, another YouTube channel that's called Predator Poachers. <laughs> <laughs> So definitely think of uh, To Catch a Predator, Chris Hansen coming up and being like, have a seat right over here. Like, this is definitely what this dude is going for. But it's a beanbag instead of a chair. Exactly. It's the street. He's not. He is confronting you on the street. Because I don't know. I don't know how he even knows where this dude was. Um, But he he's, you know, the predator poachers set up like this thing operation in which they were pretending to be multiple different 13, 14 year old girls um, were, you know, having sexually inappropriate conversations. 
they confront EDP. EDP doesn't um, deny, doesn't. He's just kind of like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I was sending messages with that person. Yeah. Yeah, I knew she was 13. Well, that's what she said. You know, like that kind of thing. Like he definitely was not. He said, I'm out here. Your boy is out here. He kind of what I said, what I said. Right. Like he was kind of saying that, but was also he he was definitely doing that. But then he would follow up and be like, I mean, I wasn't going to do anything, you know, like, duh, (laughs) it's just the Internet, bro. That's every every time that show has been the to catch a predator. Yes. Every time I was just going to. I brought the beers just as a gag. Yeah. Even though the conversation said, bring you bring beer, I'm going to make cookies. And when I bring you cookies, take your clothes off. Like, yeah. You're here naked. You're here naked with beer. <laughs> Some rainier beers. Stuff. Just kidding. JK. Hey, look. <laughs> oh, no, not. Uh, no, I didn't come here for that. <laughs> no, I was trying to see because I was going to tell her parents. You know, have you ever played Candyland with a 13 year old? It's tough. And so that's what I was here to do. I'm just uh, trying to get better at it. Uh... <laughs> You just cracked the code. Look, <laughs> I'm just gonna learn how to get my board gaming up. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing that where this gets real layered is this guy, the EDP guy, is not um, denying it. But the predator poacher people are not really here to like get someone in trouble. They're here for the content, right? Like they're just yeah. trying to expose somebody. If Wait, you think. This person is really, you know, have has had sexual relationships with 13 year olds or is trying to or has or whatever standing there and saying to them, if I call the police right now, bro, you're totally fucked. (laughs) Like saying that and then not doing it and letting him just walk home. But they can't call the police. Nothing has happened. You are a dude that does content on YouTube. You don't get to set up sting operations where you are. Vigilante justice. Being a decoy. And you get to. So. Dog the Bounty Hunter was doing it. White supremacy in action right there. So we can come back to that another day. Uh, The way this keeps unfolding is like. These guys are clearly here for content. Yeah. They're not here to actually get pedophiles off the street. Right. They didn't call the police on this dude. He now has a video out here, like explaining his side of it and is like, are you guys fucking crazy? You think I would actually risk everything that I have built for some 13 year old plot twist. They're going to do a joint. They're going to do a joint video. Talking and arguing. Watch. I'll be sure to tell you what happened, but I won't watch it. So, uh, but I, I'm now oddly curious about this whole thing because the poaching or the the predator dude is a raging racist. So it's like him. It changes the dynamic a bit of him. Isn't that the guy who said nerdy nigger? (laughs) (laughs) Nerdy nigger. Funny. Hey, hey, I know that's stingy, but nerdy nigger is fucking funny. 
<laughs> Only if another black person says it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's draw the line there, right? Dude was hitting the hard ER, though, and then was like, I talked about why when white, white people say nigga like, and they're about to say it because they know that, that like they had to break the glass in case of emergency. Right. Why there's always a breath before nigger never comes out just in the like da 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 nigger. It's always reach into the depths of hell. How? Why does your lungs have to inflate? There's look. Go listen. Put a collage or uh uh not a collage. What am I trying to say? Um. A montage of public displays of nigger with the ER being used by who whites and you're all you're gonna see this nigger that's all there really is a pause before that drops so much tangent sorry <laughs> anyway that changes the dynamic a bit like is i i don't know this guy's content i don't know if he's out here just trying to uh catch the uh black and brown pedophiles or if there are white men out there that he believes uh you know might like children it's a weird turn of events i think because the dude just being like <laughs> you think that i would risk it all it's like number one yeah i fucking do think that you would risk it all because not only do i think (laughs) i have text evidence (laughs) like you definitely said i'll risk it all (laughs) in all caps (laughs) you even use an exclamation point several times autocorrect didn't have that that wasn't in your phone you kept tapping the exclamation point yeah. So for him to do that, uh, what? So listeners, I'll uh, be sure to continue to watch this unfold because I'm completely trapped in this rabbit hole and I have to know what happens next. On the next episode. This is of wild. P- pedophile poachers. That sounds like a good show name. Like, I'm not mad at that show name of like, if that was a broadcast, like how to catch a predator. Right. But I'm not mad at pedophile poacher apparently like the to catch a predator stuff can can and has like completely ruined prosecutions of said people because it's like vigilante justice (laughs) like you don't just get to do this oh so citizens arrest is a myth Yeah. <laughs> that was a moment, listeners. That's where when you ask a question and you really want to know and the person laughs at you, so you laugh like it's a joke because you really oh. didn't know. So <laughs> then you're like, yeah. <laughs> who, no. who would think that? So the reason I was laughing was like, I mean, maybe for white people, I guess. <laughs> like, oh. I don't know. Like, I, I don't think I'm going to get to citizens arrest anybody. <laughs> you like, should try it. I'm going to pass. I don't want I don't want the police to kill me. I'm I'm gonna pass. Valid. Yeah. Sometimes like, you come through with the heat. <laughs> this is one of those moments. Thanks. 
Yeah, I I don't know how it works because on To Catch a Predator, they also sometimes like, you know, the the guys walk out and then they're ambushed by what yeah. looks like the police. And so yeah. I don't know, are those guys not the police? That's where I'm. Or maybe those are the police, but that doesn't work for prosecutions. Like, and that's the thing. Oh, got you it. See yeah. A lot of things that like the, the police the will do. And it's like, that's not even le- like we can't do nothing with that. You know what I mean? So I think that's what's happening with to catch a predator. But I, I will do more wasting tax it. dollars, payers, and I'm a taxpaying citizen. <laughs> FICA be all up in them checks. Like uh, that's mine's now. <laughs> yeah, uh, run it. That part's S T O R. Run it. So I got another one with Matt Gates. Um, we talked about him a couple of weeks ago. And uh, old Matty boy. If you'll just uh, if you'll remember, Matt Gates is a congressman from Florida. His father was also a congressman. Uh, this is definitely a uh, nepotism situation. Plus, okay. plus, Nepotilia. plus. Okay. So. The reason that Matt Gates is even here is because of Joel Greenberg, his buddy, uh, bestie and former tax collector for some Florida county. Uh, they they have been having sexcapades together, uh, buying ladies sometimes, underage girls, um, and partying it up for what appears to be years now. <laughs> And Joel gets in trouble. He gets cracked. The feds are like, whoa, look at all this stuff you got on the other people. Whoa. And they made it seem as if Joel wasn't cooperating. And then now it's very clear that Joel is cooperating. But the news that came out today is that Joel wrote a handwritten confession letter and sent it to Roger Stone in order for Roger Stone to lobby for a pardon on his behalf to Trump. So all of this was happening while Trump is still the president. We're hearing about it months later because different parts of the investigation, you know, start to be whatever they are. Matt Gates has to have known about this for a really long time. The feds had it like actually took his cell phone over nine months ago. So him acting like he's never, this is just some weird extortion plot that someone's trying to, you know, take his dad's money. I, I wonder how long it took them to come up with that story. Like, <laughs> and that that was the one they were going to stick with. So the letter basically says, like, yeah, uh, one, I definitely was paying these people uh, and he was paying people and I was sending the payments. They said things like gas money, tuition, blah, 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 like Sunday fun day. Yes. Yeah. Brunch with the ladies. <laughs> Brunch with your the nails done, but it's nine hundred dollars. <laughs> Which feasible <laughs> nope 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 <laughs> nope um as a man 
Makes sense. So Joel offers to pay Roger Stone $250,000 in Bitcoin. Uh, Roger never really says yes to the Bitcoin, but says yes to the 250 grand. Um, and here's my favorite part of this story, Ken. Mm -hmm. Tell me. The reason that we are able to know so much about what they said to each other is because Joel Greenberg was taking screenshots of everything they talked about while they were using Signal with their messages set to disappear so that no one would be able to know that they had this conversation. Joel, the person begging for a pardon because he has broken many laws was like, you know what I should do? Take a few screenshots. <laughs> Have this forever. <laughs> in case these guys try to back out on me. Duh. It's not insurance, fam. You you just incriminated yourself for like the 17th time. Signal don't tell you that somebody took a screenshot of your message? I don't know. I've never tried to take a screenshot. And yeah, signal. right. That's the whole point of, <laughs> like, you know, okay. Yeah, I've never even tried. I uh, don't know. Shout out, shout out Snapchat for bringing that revolutionary technology to the forefront. And they yeah, did it. Keep, keep going. Um, so anyway, I think that the Matt Gates saga is going to get uh, more hefty soon. I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know how he hasn't been removed yet. This is a humongous thing to be uh, alleged. And the reason I say I don't know why he hasn't been removed is because so many other politicians have stepped down have resigned for much smaller things than being accused of paying a 17 year old for sex when you're a 34 year old congressman um confidence is key man real life like if you you know stand on the thing that you and you're confident about where you're at with something that that weighs heavy. We've all seen Cassidy try to do battles in 2020, <laughs> 2021. I just watched one. <laughs> yeah. Confidence is like, oh, you, you believe, you believe that. <laughs> like all the way. Every There's part. a part of me that wishes I could activate that type of confidence. Right. Because that's something. So I just, in seeing something, when you ask a question like that, I promise there's so many times, shout out Cassidy. Um, when I see him talk, I'm legit like, oh, you're not, you believe all the words leaving your mouth about your status right now. Alternate reality. A, yeah. So when there's times of being of where I see someone talking in a way that's like, how, how can you be it? That cop that is. Mm. Yeah. This dude has had nothing but people tell him he's great his whole life. And by that, I'm talking about Matt Gates like this. And he's, uh, he's very obviously like the dork of the frat to me. Like <laughs> he's the legacy, you know, like his dad yeah. was in it. So they have to let you in. And they're just like, Oh God, it's Gates. Like, I feel like that uh, is relationship with other people. And that's why as a Congressman, you're hanging out with one other dude and you guys are just like buying women every time you go somewhere. Yeah, bro. Let's, 
Let's get some. Let's get some Huns. Well, you know, when you got a whole bunch of E in your pocket, just burning a hole. Oh. Need some some honey bunnies. No, I mean some E in your pocket. These are the same people that fully oppose uh, any sort of like distributing resources to people that are drug affected. Distributing any like these are staunchly they are law and order the resources. Yeah, they are, but they are also breaking every law that they say is important. No, definitely. I mean, outside of the underage, they're supporting sex workers. Which I'd be super down for. Super down for. Please, continue. But then don't go and legislate for those people to go to prison. Don't go and legislate for control over those women's bodies and say that they can't have an abortion if they are mm. in a jam jam <laughs> like you can't do the i mean they do it so it's not they can't do but yeah. these are the people that are doing it's just projection that that is their politics they they just pretend like they're not doing those things they pretend that they're you know like Oh, I'm getting married and I'm going to, you know, I'm I'm going to project this 50s, 1950s style of what a heteronormative relationship is. And oh, I'm- go ahead. Drop with the big word. <laughs> hey, heteronormative. <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> I couldn't even say it. <laughs> I just say heteronormative. <laughs> Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. That was that was really good. <laughs> okay. Sorry, back on track. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, they just project, and then they go back and like they they do all of the things. They're doing all the drugs. They say are ruining their communities. They're having like the sex one? with the sex workers. Huh? Was was like which one? Which drug? Yeah. Oh, all of them. Like, the dude, they're, the reports of what these dudes have been doing is just like <laughs> endless Coke, endless uh, E, endless, but like, yeah. Endless. So it's just like a line <laughs> that's like, you know how the dominoes be set up that you knock over and it goes, it's just a line through the house. <laughs> ah. Get that nostril ready, and baby. It ends on a stripper's butthole. <laughs> um, sorry. That was not the right place to put that. It's just a lot. And this is our politics. And I just need people to understand how smarmy this is. Like the fact that Roger Stone, who was (laughs) pardoned by the president, um, is like out here charging. You are literally putting yourself in a position to illegally lobby for a pardon. (laughs) And he don't give a fuck. So... You know, it happens, and he's just like, oh, I don't know nothing about that. Like, I didn't say I would do anything. I didn't take no money. Nobody paid me. Did he get a pardon? So what are we even talking about? Like, Do you think they uh, listen to rap music when they're having these? (laughs) Yes, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Take another look at Matt Gates one more time. I mean, no, I did. I was like, I was, I was, they're my favorite. The photo that they use for this specific, uh, uh article the lack of lips 
<laughs> lack of protruding of the lip is crazy. But it's um, real. That is real. But that the jail though, I'm not mad at you know how they got that all teased up. Bruh. It's a lot. It is. And I don't know and how he gets out of this because this is the dude. This dude's already been being investigated for this. Like the like, they have all of the things on him. <laughs> He's been charged. He's like, I'm like hanging out. he fired his lawyers because they were encouraging him to take a deal because he has so many charges, and. He fired the lawyers in order to write the confession letter to send to Roger Stone. Like, it's just all too good to be true. The fact that he busted out, like when you said, like, um, where when you were talking about this and I was reading through the article and they were talking about the handwritten letter, all I could think about was the scene from, um, um, what's the Eminem song? Stan, <laughs> when he's in there, hell is scribbling away. <laughs> <laughs> And then did you send this like how did this get mailed? Registered I, mail? Right. Yeah, I want to know if you went to the post office or had it taken to the post office. Was this did you fold it up and throw it in a regular uh envelope or did you put it in one of the legal size joints? Right. Like what? I'm interested. By in really my understanding, it. this article explained that there were multiple drafts of the letter because Roger was like, You really need to make and sure. And that's why that's why specifically, sorry, with the stand thing of like that sound of that pit and then it sounded like, you scribbling know, you tried out. to like scribble it out. You didn't even like, yeah, because if you're handwriting, there's no, yeah, sorry. <laughs> nah, I mean, I, I think it's just exactly, it's the perfect image for it because yeah. there were multiple drafts because Roger was like, you really need to appeal to, or you need to, you know, make sure that you explain how much you've supported the president and what you've done for him along with all of explain everything you did, which is weird to me because you're the president and you read, yeah, we totally had sex with the 17 year old. I mean, it's Trump would definitely not care, but like, is that good? <laughs> you know, it was out here. Cash app intuition. It is just so much. And then we got Josh Duggar. Oh. That's a hell of a name. Ain't I didn't know Duggar. I've never, outside of Hacksaw Jim <laughs> Duggar, <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen that last name appear in life. So he's from a reality show. Uh, oh, crap. It's like something kids in county. Oh, uh, 19 kids. 19 in kids, yeah. And he's the eldest son. So uh, a while ago, can't I don't remember how many years, but he um, he was his six of his sisters accused him of molesting them. Oh, yeah, and now he's being charged with possession of and um, receiving and possessing child porn. I don't know what to do with any of these people. Hannathan, help me. Like, this is a person who 
got some sort of fame, right? Like that show was a big deal for a lot of people that love the. Was that on TLC? I'm sure. I, I mean, I assume. <laughs> um, but there's a there's. I think that that show has like a decent following, right? Like there's people that are invested in what's happening with the Duggars or whatever their name are, and like one you have to you go on like all of a sudden you're a part of a reality show and then six of your children are like yo uh he's been doing the things with the stuffs he has six children of his own his wife is about to have their seventh um that's terrifying there's just so much yeah that's a um i don't know it's it's hard for me as not only a parent but just as a man of how like I there's no like I can't wrap my mind around it and I shouldn't be able to I'm glad I can't wrap my mind around it right so when you know things like this pop up it's just I do I legitimately do not understand like as somebody that I would as an adult 36 year old man if I met a 36 year old woman who and I'm not body shaming this isn't a weird but if there was just flatness front and back small frame that's that to me is and when I say this again context right childlike there's nothing that I have that is attracted to that in any shape form fashion Right. So that's that that's one piece of it. Then the element as a 36 year old man, I don't even understand how people talk to somebody 21, 22, 23. Like, I don't understand it. I do. No, let me start. Let me step back. I do understand it at that for my brain. I don't understand where having it just for me, it would not work. I can't wrap my mind around it. Right. For a 23-year-old and somebody 37, I get it. I understand in general. But playing that line, for me, it's, it's, you're 18. I don't care. That's 16 in my mind. Completely. That's exactly That's, the same for me. Yeah. And so it's when coming across stories like this, and, and it's not like this is rare. That's the crazy part. Um, right. This is a rarity. And so I can't wrap my mind around and I don't spend too much time trying to understand it. I, 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 yeah, there's, there's not much that I can throw out to say, well, maybe because there isn't, it's just, there's somebody that's twisted and it's this type of thing that, um, the, the type of rage that this draws within me, um, in terms of, if this was somebody I knew or if there was a person that I knew that I had access to and this type of information came out, nah, <laughs> nah. Right. Right. Nah. And not on some, I just not talking to that person again. No. Right. <laughs> no. Um, especially when, you know, like, this is why we need a visual podcast because that did not translate probably to the listeners. 
Uh, it might have though. It might have. <laughs> yeah. We've been here for a minute. Um, I think what is a, a wild thing for me is seeing people um, just sort of dance around it. Right. And so, you know, he pleads not guilty. They're not making a big deal about these being federal charges. These are federal charges because he was getting images of children under the ages of 12 and was shipping it and, you know, transporting. And so like, that's a, that's a, this isn't just like a, Oh, I mailed my buddy a pair of shoes. Like this is exploitation of children. These are uh, children are not uh, who we advocate for to be sex. Even outside of that, if I sent, if I sent, if I went on, I remember sending one of my partners. I was like, I went on the internet and looked up rotus rot <laughs> rotun rotisserie and downloaded a bunch of photos printed them out and sent them and sent them right hmm that's that's i don't want to say normal i'm not gonna say what's normal what's not normal but that makes sense in my mind sure this nah there's not a there's not a Yep. Everyone Yeah, no. Cuz this is how in 10 years they go back and find this. <laughs> <line>. <laughs> so yeah, well, be in 10 years. <laughs> what I'm going to do to get a quick palate cleanse is just to touch on um Words that I can't spell even with autocorrect. <laughs> I have one. <laughs> so I spell bougie one time the correct way off the off the muscle. Oh, ain't no way. Ain't and no it, way. There was no squiggly. Do you understand the pride? Like I, I should have taken a screenshot of that, framed it. Never been able to replicate that. And that goes to that idea of you did something once don't mean you do that thing. That means you did that thing. <laughs> you did that thing. Um, <laughs> you need to do it multiple times for it to be a thing that you do. I realized that if someone had weapons to all of my offspring's head and asked me to spell bougie off Memory. memory not b-o-u-j-i-e no not bourgeoisie like you bourgeois yeah yes um whew, i gotta get my i love you and that's it that's it that's, that's all and i've sat with i don't correct there's a couple of times it's that word and there's another and i'm it's blanking right now that i've sat with autocorrect like i'm not I can't be that far off to where you're not giving me nothing. You've broken this up into two or three words as right. possible options. Can't be that bad. You have one of those? <laughs> I Inconvenience. I don't know why I have such a hard time. <laughs> Convenient. That's another one. Like when I try to spell convenience store con out of convenience. <laughs> Autocorrect doesn't play fair with that either. I agree completely. 
And it's a weird, like, for my brain, I can't keep the I before E except after C when there's a V. Like, I... So I always want to put an I there after the V or somewhere after the E where it doesn't go. I don't know. And then... the whole sentence. Yo, that's what I end up... Half the time, I'm just like, you know what? Never mind. Like, this, none of this is working. <laughs> you have not... Somehow... You have the ba the bad spelling in the autocorrect, and you're suggesting that for me, and I know that's wrong. Like that, and then they, they really get disrespectful with the the autocorrection suggestions. Like, can y'all quit playing with me right now? Okay, I just have to say the 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 iPhone that like. At what point does it remember the words I use? It doesn't, but it remembers <laughs> what I will say. There's stuff that pops up sometimes. I'm like, I typed that in one time years ago. There's a specific word in my joint that's not even a word. It was an at name. Mm -hmm. And it remembers that. But things that I type regularly. Yeah, it won't remember my email when I'm going to something like, on my uh galaxy you put in I'll, mj i'll, I'll and give you that i'll give like, you that yeah it is wild to me <laughs> everything's ducking for real Look, still i've <laughs> so i've still i type honey often i use the word <laughs> honey often <laughs> this is my adore term. this is what i taught my daughters i say this often the amount of it corrects it to H-O-M-E-Y. That's not even how I spell homie. Homie, no. What are you doing? Who spells homie that way? Nobody. <laughs> but autocorrect, as I'm going, that will pop, and it will leave it like that, because I've clearly hit the M instead of the N. No squiggly. <laughs> sometimes you, like, having to follow up a message with the correct, it kills the whole... <laughs> It does, and sometimes I can't help myself though. It's like I know that you might know, but I said did instead of would or whatever. You know what I mean? No, something like, like that. But I do sometimes when people be following up, and it's like, duh, I knew. Like that wasn't not even not even a quick follow up, but like two minute later follow up, three minute, and it's like we've already we we looked past. I responded and. You still back there? Why are you bringing up old shit? <laughs> right. Like that didn't change what that didn't change this enough to for if me to you think respond and then you respond in a way that makes sense to the sentence. I'm not saying anything about I used yeah. the wrong there or something. You know what I mean? Let it live. <laughs> Anyways. Follow us, <laughs> the unrefined sophisticates. At the Unrefined Sophisticates on Instagram, the US show on Twitter. Follow Can at I Technically Can on the Instagrams. Follow Morg at Portland Morgan on Instagram and MJ Infamous on Twitters. Make sure you like us, subscribe, and review wherever you listen. It's check, it's check out time. It's check out time. Gotta go, nigga. Gotta go. Y'all know what time. Come on, man. Get your bags, man. Call that bell, motherfucker.